Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, the off-the-cuff exploration of everyday aha moments and life experiences. Join a cast of over 70 uniquely brilliant individuals. Each week, Mike Domish and an eclectic mix of cast members and special guests will engage in mindful and lively conversations about everything from meditation to spirituality to personal passions to successes and failures to relationships to the stuff that makes up the moments of our daily lives. Let's get started with your host, author, speaker, provocateur, and a bit of a goofball, Mike Domish. One of our amazing sponsors this week is Zen Parenting Radio. Zen Parenting Radio podcast combines self-awareness and mindfulness with pop culture and humor to expand compassion for ourselves, each other, and the world. Join my friends Kathy and Todd at zenparentingradio.com. Well, welcome to this week's episode. Yes, I'm your host, Mike Domsch, and excited to be here with Dr. Eric Pearl. Eric, I want everybody to be able to jump right in and hear what you do, because it's a, it's a unique concept. Uh, some would consider it controversial, others do not. So I want you to be able to dive right in and tell people what you do. Well, we do something that's called reconnected healing. It's new, it's different, and it's very, very real. It allows us to be able to return to a level of wholeness, balance, coherence, and health without requiring anything from the external. It's non-medical. It is energy-based. You work with the hands. However, it does not require touch. It doesn't require crystals or amulets or necklaces or wands. It doesn't require techniques or methods, it doesn't require even that you believe in it because it's simply based in quantum physics. It's a way that allows our DNA to return to a higher vibration of coherent light, which then allows the rest of the cells in our bodies to function at an optimal state to be able to deal with whatever we're going through, whether it's just physical or mental, emotional, spiritual, whether it has to do with life course, whether it has to do with career or finances or love or just the essence of who and what we are as individuals. Awesome. So I've done what's called muscle testing before, where a nutritionist has you hold a supplement, let's say, a certain mineral, and then by how your body acts to that, that's why they say whether that's right for you. So it's actually not you're not touching it, you're not consuming it, but the idea is that if your arm is weaker, let's say you're holding an arm up, and that when you hold this, that arm is weaker or stronger, it's because it's impacting the energy force around you. Is this the same concept that it's working with the energy force that's naturally around the body? That if they do a testing and they test the human body, there's an energy, there's electricity around it, that if you go on certain mats can neutralize that. Like if a grounded mat can neutralize that energy force. 
Uh, is this the same concept, that energy force that's just surrounding the body? Not really, because muscle testing is based on meridian and other pathways. And muscle testing is also diagnostic. They want you to hold this file and test you for this. They want you to hold something else and muscle test you for that. They want to run certain meridian paths and test you for this. They look for a problem and they try to fix it, which is wonderful. And that comes from the basic medical approach that we all follow of being diagnostic, looking for a problem, finding it and attempting to fix it. It's, it's a very appropriate method, but it's very uniquely different than reconnective healing, or I should say reconnective healing is uniquely different than that because there is no diagnosis. We don't look for the problem and try to fix it. In reconnective healing, what we do is we come in and we allow ourselves to access this field, not just energy, not just the chi or the ki or the prana, not just the energy around the body, but what the scientists say reconnective healing does is it accesses aspects of light and information which it has not seen here before in our four-dimensional existence within height, width, depth, and time here on the earth. How does it, uh, is there a closeness? In other words, are hands close to the body getting close to that energy? Those, I know it's not for the chi or the prana, but is it, is it connecting through those? It's actually the opposite of what you would anticipate because it increases with distance. The strength and the intensity of reconnective healing increases with distance. Now, this is fascinating because we know from the works of such renowned researchers as Dr. Beverly Rubick and others that energy decreases with distance. But the reconnective healing spectrum moves us beyond energy. It gives us the gifts of every known energy healing technique we've ever heard of. Reiki, Jirage, and Shin Shigong, all the techniques and procedures without us having to learn a technique or a ritual, without us having to do protections. And then we expand beyond energy into light and information. See, we've been existing here within a bubble. We've been existing here within what science calls a four-dimensional universe. Now, when most of us went to school, we were raised told that we were three-dimensional, height, width, and depth. Science agreed in the year 2000 with what Einstein had been telling us since 1950, that we're actually four-dimensional. We are height, width, depth, and time, time being the fourth dimension. And so imagine that we live in this huge, vast, endless, multi-dimensional universe. No beginning, no end, no shape, just everything you can imagine. But we don't occupy it all. We only occupy a bubble or a balloon of height, width, depth, and time. And within this bubble and balloon, everything here in our world has been, just like Mike, you and I always learned, energy. And so with our energy healing techniques, we access this part of the energy or this part of the energy or that part or another part. What reconnective healing does is it has no technique. So it can't focus in on portions or subsets of the energy. It accesses the entirety of the energy. Is it an instructor or a practitioner that's doing this? So let's say, is it you with a person and taking them through the experience? Or is this a, something you teach people to do for themselves or both? Both. We teach people how to access reconnective healing for yourself and how to facilitate reconnective healings for other people. 
So when you come to the training programs on Reconnected Healing, for example, that I teach, I'm not there doing healings on you. You're learning how to access your own self-healing and you're learning how to facilitate healings for other people as well. So is, is it a self-awareness that you're learning to, to sense and to feel and to be aware? It's very much an awareness. That's an, an excellent way of expressing it. And the reward for the awareness is we access something more, not just how aware we are of the same old, same old, but our awareness allows us to access more. You see, the reason is time today, we know is moving faster, but not faster from point A to point B. Time is moving faster in all directions at once. So time is actually opening up. Time, that bubble or balloon we demonstrated, of time is expanding. And as a bubble or balloon expands, it becomes more thin, more sheer, more permeable. It, in essence, begins to disappear. So quantum physics today takes us through four steps about time. It tells us, A, time is moving faster, which means B. Time is expanding, which means C, time is disappearing, which leads us to D, what Einstein had also been explaining to us, that time is ultimately an illusion. And as our bubble or balloon of height with depth and time disappears, we access more than just the energy. We access what's been outside of this, the aspects of light and information that the researchers say that they've not seen here before. But what's interesting is that once you learn how to do reconnective healing, you can pretty much do two things. I can pretty much promise you two things. To the degree that we let go of the techniques and the rituals and the externals, you will A, be able to facilitate any level of healing that I can, and B, you will be able to facilitate any level of healing, expanded healing that any human being anywhere on this planet can do, no matter their lineage, no matter their story, because this is our right as human beings. This is part of our experience as being spirit as we go through this human form. So, so let's say someone's listening and going, you know, they're very logical, scientific minds, and they want to counter with, if you can, so with this, you, have ne you will never get sick ever again if you fully learn how to use this, because you could always self-heal, or if I get cancer, I could self-heal. Is that what, how would you answer that person? That's not exactly what I'm saying, and I'll tell you why. I believe that we are here on Earth to have our experiences, and our experiences include our health challenges, our emotional challenges, learning to live a life that's within balance, not burning you know, the candle at both ends all night long, and then expecting to be 100% the next day and not doing that for a lifetime and expecting to be 100% as we move on in years. But we will be able to optimize our body's ability to be able to return to a state of balance. One of the things we found out about reconnective healing is that it actually affects the DNA. We know today that we are light. Well, we used to talk about being light and used to think about it as a spiritual or metaphysical concept. We now know today from the works of Dr. Fritz Albert Pop and other researchers that the DNA in each of our cells emits specific levels of light. That when our health is diminishing, that light is actually measurably dimming. When our health is coming back up, that light is coming back up again. 
And what the reconnected healing frequencies do is they allow us to entrain with a more, what the researchers call, the scientists call a more coherent level of light, which translates to a more harmonic level of light. And what is it when we fall away from perfect health is we really fall into a state of disharmony. And what reconnective healing does is allows us to come back to coherence and harmony where our densities, our interferences, our lack of light or things heavier than light have nothing left to hold on to. So they sort of fall away. And we vibrate at that higher level of our natural essence. I'm just gonna pause this for one second because I wanna let everyone listening know about one of our amazing sponsors. This week's program is brought to you by the Can I Kiss You program, an interactive how-to skills-based program for school systems, universities, and the U.S. military throughout the world, addressing consent, bystander intervention, respecting boundaries, how to talk about what you want and don't want, and supporting survivors of sexual assault. Now, for many of you listeners out there know, this is what I do for a living. I travel the world giving the County Kishu program and many other trainings throughout the world. So yes, this is me uh, that you're bringing in to speak. If you're interested, contact our offices Ask for Rita at the Date Safe Project. Our website's datesafeproject.org, or you can call Rita at 800-329-9390. That's this week's sponsor of this episode. Is it a deep level of mindfulness? Does it, is mindfulness part of it? I don't know that I would exactly say that. I would say that there are shared aspects of that. The interesting thing about reconnective healing is it doesn't really care whether we believe in it or not. It doesn't care whether we meditate. It doesn't, it just simply is. It's just like if you take a glass of water and set it down on your kitchen table, the water will support the glass. And I pretty much promise you that the glass doesn't believe in the table, nor does the glass go into a state of mindfulness. Now, there is something fascinating about the concept of mindfulness in relationship to this, which also is um, equally similarly fascinating about the concept of meditation, is that the studies have shown from the University of Arizona that the frequencies, the energy body, what we emit from ourselves, once we access the reconnective healing frequencies, go into such a high state of what's called quiescence, which is a heightened super level of awareness that takes us beyond what people who are master meditators have been able to access even after decades. So you do enter into it, but without the intention. What we talk about with reconnective healing is to have our attention on the situation, but not intending specific results. We don't send healing frequencies. We don't try to fix the liver or the kidney or the heart or the lungs. We just interact with this energy, light, and information and allow the intelligence of, call it God, call it love, call it the universe, to orchestrate the return to the perfect balance for that person, which may or may not match what we think that they should get or what they desire that they want to get. And you, you ran into this, in, and I know you have a personal story, so I would love for you to share that. While doing chiropractic work, you ran into this. So if you could tell a personal story how you discovered or learned about or had the awakening regarding to reconnective healing. 
I practiced chiropractic for 12 years. I went home one night, went to sleep. An hour later, I was awakened by a very bright light. I opened my eyes to see what it was. It wasn't anything seemingly spiritual or metaphysical. It was actually just the lamp next to my bed that I had had for 10 years. And on this one occasion, it decided to self-ignite. It just turned itself on. And I and my bedroom door, which was closed when I went to sleep, was now open. So I immediately thought somebody's in my house, and I got up bravely, and I found the largest knife I could find in an old dried-up can of pepper spray from a self-defense course I'd probably taken 15 years earlier, and my Doberman Pinscher, who was not even half as brave as I was at that moment, and we went searching through the house and couldn't find anyone, and so I finally decided it was my imagination, and I went back to sleep. But that Monday when I went in to see my patients, my patients started telling me that they were feeling the presence of people in the room with us, um, that they were feeling where my hands were when I wasn't touching them, when I would move my hands near different areas of their body, their fingers would move, their arms and legs would jump up and down, um, when their eyes were closed, they would rapidly um, not just blink, but, but flutter strongly, and their eyes would dart back and forth and back and forth, and their lips would move, and facial muscles would pull, and when they opened their eyes, they reported seeing colors that they had never seen before smelling flowers they had never smelled, and feeling hands resting on different areas of their bodies, and suddenly they were experiencing healings and reporting healings, that they could see colors again, if they were colorblind, they could hear, they could walk, they could talk, people who would come in on wheelchairs, some of them were walking out, children with cerebral palsy or epilepsy were suddenly able to walk and run and play and not have seizures and not need medications. Um, their doctors would call, ask what I had done, their parents would call, ask what I had done. I said I didn't do anything and don't tell anybody. And of course, the more you say don't tell anybody, the more everyone wants to hear what's going on. So soon word got out around that. People started asking me if I could teach this. And I said, I really don't think that this is something teachable. I don't understand what I'm doing fully myself. I'm really standing there just waving my hands in the air looking like an idiot. You might as well try it and see what happens. But my patients began reporting intriguing experiences to me after they left my office. They would report with great consistency that they drove home to their house, their automatic garage doors started to open and close by themselves. They went into their house, their lamps and televisions started turning off and on. They felt sensations in the palms of their hands. They would hold their hands near someone in their family. Relatives started having healings. And that's when we began to recognize that something unique, something intriguing was going on once we interact with what science today calls the reconnective healing frequencies. It sort of transforms us in a way that it not only allows us to access healings for ourselves, but once we learn how to utilize this, as we teach online or as we teach in person, once you learn how to utilize this, you can facilitate healings for others as well. So how did you figure out this was reconnective healing, or did you name it that? No, you're really delving. And I'll, I'll take you there if you want to go. See, I normally hold back a little bit on the initial interviews because the story gets weirder and I know that it sounds weird, but I'm sharing it because here we go. About three months or so into it, I held my hands near one of my patients. And my patient's eyes rolled back into his head and his mouth opened and his tongue moved and air came out of his mouth and the air sort of condensed itself into a voice. 
And it wasn't my patient's voice. And the voice said, we are here to tell you to continue doing what you were doing. What you were doing is bringing light and information onto the planet. And um, then I figured, well, this was just something unusual. Maybe it was a one-only real experience or who knew what was going on in this patient's mind. Real, not real. But two days later, it happened to three other patients. And they added, what you're doing is reconnecting strings and what you're doing is reconnecting strands. For the next three months, over five zero, over 50 of my patients lost consciousness and spoke six phrases. And those were the first four. We're here to tell you to continue doing what you are doing. What you are doing is bringing light and information onto the planet. What you're doing is reconnecting strings. What you're doing is reconnecting strings. As time went on, and people wanted me to teach this work, and I did teach this work, they said, what's it called? And I said, it has no name, because I figured once you give it a name, you place it in a box. You say, this is what it is, and everything else is what it isn't. And people couldn't take the fact that it had no name. So they started calling it Eric Pearl Technique, and Pearl High Frequency Technique, and anything that they could call it in different parts of the country, they would make up names for it. And I figured, if we're going to call it something, we should come up with one name. And I took the third and fourth phrases, and I said, reconnecting strings, reconnecting strands, temporarily, just temporarily, I'll give it this name, Reconnective Healing, or The Reconnection. And um, as soon as people started hearing it, that became the name, and I never changed it. As a matter of fact, the book that I wrote is called The Reconnection, Heal Others, Heal Yourself. And um, Now that's interesting because, because you pointed out earlier that this isn't really healing anything. Well, no, I'm not saying. It's I mean, not you, I don't mean it's not healing. Yes, I just spoke wrong there. You don't, oh. you don't have to go in to heal. It's not a diagnosis. Uh, it was the better way to put it. You said this isn't a diagnosis. This isn't. A, it just returns. So I was curious why the word healing, because you don't like. It sounds like you did not like the idea of somebody thinking, "I'll come in and this one thing will be healed." That's what I'm coming here for. That it's a, it's a re, it's the wholeness. Correct. It is, and you're absolutely right. So let's look at the word healing. Healing, we think of as regaining the use of an arm or a leg or your liver or your kidney or your vision or your hearing. But healing is a much bigger picture. Healing is our evolution. It's our life course. It's our balance within our system. It's our balance within our relationships. It's our balance within life. So we have to understand that healing is much larger. What reconnective healing does not do is it doesn't treat. It doesn't cure. It's not a therapy. It's non-diagnostic. What reconnective healing does is it returns you to an optimal state of balance. And within that, your body finds its way to be able to deal with whatever situations are going on physically, mentally, emotionally, et cetera. So very much like an alignment, correct? By the, by the way you're describing it, almost an alignment. Things come back into where they should be. An alignment in the very highest form of the word. Yes. Right. right, right. And so how long does a experience take? I suggest that most people do the healing sessions for approximately 30 minutes. Now, it's an interesting question because how long does a healing really take this long? A healing takes this long. What takes time is for the individual to choose to accept the healing. 
So I find generally universally, if our reconnected healing practitioners, we've trained close to 100,000 people so far around the world. If our reconnected healing practitioners give 30-minute sessions, most people who are experiencing the healing can accept within themselves the concept that a healing can take place within 30 minutes. Really, the healing happens fairly immediately. And part of the reason that there's so much scientific research around reconnective healing is because the healing is A, tend to happen fairly immediately, and if you watch the YouTube videos, etc., and B, that they tend to last for a person's lifetime. So you don't need to usually come back again and again and again. And so for someone listening saying, I have a, I have a family member who, is, who has a major disability, because you said earlier people who are blind came in and could see. People who could not walk could walk. Yeah, but at the same time you said this is not a cure, so, so what happened there? It doesn't happen. Listen, nothing brings about 100% the same result for 100% of the people 100% of the time. Just as with medicine, there are no promises. There are no guarantees. We don't know whether your healing will take the form you're looking for or a form you haven't even dreamed of. We don't know whether it will happen 100% the way you're looking for it, 50% or 25%. All I can tell you is that unlike medicine, I can promise you that it won't have any adverse side effects. So there's nothing to lose and there's all potential to gain. But, you know, sometimes the Christmas package you're expecting comes in a different wrapping than you expect it to. Sure. And let's go back to when you heard the vo- when the voices were speaking through your your clients, your customers at that time. Do you believe that was a universal energy or um, I know so I could hear some people thinking was it an alien presence that's giving this to this planet or is it just an energy force from the universe speaking through the language you can understand? What do you think looking back was occurring there? I believe every ray of the sun is a representation of the sun. I believe every one of us on this planet are representations of God and the universal intelligence and love. And I believe that everyone existing in the universe is that. I am now not even just believing in other dimensions. I've experienced communication from other dimensions. There are other dimensions. There are life and intelligence on many dimensions. And I don't believe that we really need to separate ourselves by saying they're aliens, they're angels. These are guides, these are ETs, these are, you know, whatever we want to call them, Pleiadians. I believe that they're all us experiencing life at different times on this one continuum. And therefore, everything is life, everything is light, everything is love, everything is God, everything is whatever word that you want to use, but I don't believe that there's any evil. I just believe that there are new things and to discover, including the intelligence that is part of what holds this whole universe that we are a gorgeous part of together. And so you have you have a few books, correct? You have, well, you have so, you have the two, right? Correct. So the titles of those books are the first book is called The Reconnection. Heal Others, Heal Yourself. It's an international bestseller now in 40 languages. And that teaches you some of the basic how-tos of reconnective healing, gives you the background stories, gives you how to start to play with it. If you really want to play with the work and start to learn with it, we have the O-N-E, meaning one 
program where part of it is online available and you can do that and the rest of it is taught live that I teach. We've been touring around um, the world for years and years and years and we're just coming back to the United States tour this year. We'll be in LA, Orlando, Denver and Chicago and actually even Mexico City. Uh, the second book is called Solomon Speaks on Reconnecting Your Life and this is some of the information that we talked about when I mentioned the phrases about what you're doing is bringing light and information onto the planet. This is more of what you might consider to be channeled or interdimensional information. I did not write this. This is the information that had come through my patients. So in collaboration with them, that's the second book. I wrote the first book. So I could hear someone hearing that and thinking, so this is very much how people describe the Bible being written. That humans didn't, their hand wrote it, but it was written through the word of God. So in, is that what you're, and I'm not saying you're saying the word of God, but in some form, a God energy, a universal energy spoke through those clients to write this book. Is, am I understanding that correct? Yes, you're understanding it correctly that an intelligence spoke through. And I want to know, though, the intelligence that speaks through you right now, is that any less God than the intelligence that speaks through another person? I don't believe so. I don't believe that it is. I know what this sounds like to a lot of people, and I have my choice. I could go through my life and die and show up in heaven wherever we go and be told that I made a big fool out of myself by making people believe in this healing. Or I could go up and get to the pearly gates and find that they say to me, um, you know what? You were given an opportunity to share a consciousness and an awareness with the world that could maybe even have had ripple effects throughout the universe for all you know, maybe throughout eternity. And you didn't do it because you were afraid. I, didn't, I can't live with that answer, that I didn't do it because I was afraid. So I am going forward teaching the truth as I know it and sharing that with people. And this to me is the most empowering thing that any of us can do. Well, that's why we want to have you on. I think it's always good for people to hear possibilities that can exist and for everyone listening to choose for themselves. Is this something that that is touching me, that is impacting me, and whether it is or not that I want to explore? And that's why we wanted to have you on. So I want to thank you so much for joining us today because it is a very unique conversation. Well, thank you for allowing me to be a guest on your program. It was really my pleasure. I enjoyed it. And you do have a great energy. I hope you learn one day. Maybe you'll choose to learn how to work with reconnective healing. It's it's definitely intriguing. I do. I'm a big believer. Anybody who listens knows this of mindfulness and energy. So I do find it intriguing. I find it very interesting. And for everyone listening right now, uh, some of you are watching our video. But for those of you listening, this is Dr. Eric Pearl. We'll have the links to his website, to his books, to all of his contact information in the show notes of the show on our website. So you can find all of that there. Thank you again, Eric. So much appreciate you joining us. Three quick reminders. One, please subscribe to the Everyday Mindfulness Show on iTunes. Already subscribed? Then encourage others to join us by inviting them to subscribe to the show. Two, while on iTunes, download all the latest episodes. Three, reviews help more people find out about the show. Would you please go into iTunes and write a review? Doing so helps spread the mission of the show. Thanks. We appreciate you being a part of our vibrant, oftentimes silly, and always vulnerable community. If you have an idea, a thought, 
want to sponsor the show, or just want to say hi, send us an email at listen at everydaymindfulnessshow.com. And check us out at everydaymindfulnessshow.com. Have a joyful, mindful week.